The culture war and the political landscape today really are a hellish, nightmarish dystopia for which no one can escape. And I have to wonder, I have to question the the sanity of anybody who wants to be involved in anything having to do with this. And I look at my friends, the moderates, the center leftists who have bowed out and are no longer engaging in politics. And I think, you know what? Maybe they got it right because everyone has lost their goddamn mind. The culture war is insane. It's quite literally a clown world. Now, I made some videos about the clown world meme in the past few days, and it basically means that things are so downright insane and nonsensical. Clearly, the world must be some kind of satire or parody of itself. But in reality, this is reality. Today, as I was looking through all of these different stories, trying to figure out what the narrative was, what are we focusing on today? I just thought, look at all of this insanity. It's very stressful. And so, you know, I thought maybe what we'll do today is kind of like those old sitcoms where they would do a compilation episode where they show bits from all these other episodes. And I said, maybe I should step back and look at a series of instances that show us we really do live in a nonsensical, freakish nightmare reality. And that's what we're going to do today. So this won't be for the faint hearted. It may actually make you upset. But it's not going to be all-inclusive. It's just going to be a small handful of the stories I've pulled up over time that we're going to look at to realize uh, this is a nightmare, isn't it? Now, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Virtual Shield, who helps make this podcast possible. Virtual Shield is a virtual private network service that can protect your data from prying eyes as you browse the web. You can find out way more at hidewithtim.com, but essentially, there are people like hackers, there are governments, corporations that want to track and even steal your data, and a virtual private network like Virtual Shield can help keep that data safe. Now, we don't expect people to break into our homes, but we put locks on our doors and windows anyway. The same is true for the internet. It makes sense to have that simple layer of defense. So if you're interested, go to hidewithtim.com and you can get 40% off with their Easter special today. But now, back to the story. A meme that I've talked about and has been circulating quite a bit is the clown world meme. It's gaining quite a bit of traction, and it's represented by a little clown frog. This post in Urban Dictionary comes from October 15th, 2017 a phrase used to describe the current state of affairs in regards to the world, usually socially or political. The word is employed as to state that something is ridiculous or nonsensical in a way. Only could this be real in a world run by clowns, clown world. And that brings me to the first little iteration of nonsense. This tweet from Jeffrey Guterman, who said on April 9th, Candace Owens is a white supremacist. For those that don't know, Candace Owens is a black woman. A black woman is a white supremacist. That doesn't make sense unless you're a fan of Dave Chappelle and you think the Clayton Bigsby sketch is real life. But yes, this person apparently unironically thinks that Candace Owens is a white supremacist, which is strange considering she's black. But but just wait, he's not the only one who thinks this kind of thing happens. Remember when the Daily Beast ran this story in September? Why young men of color are joining white supremacist groups. Patriot Prayer's leader is half Japanese, Black and brown faces march with the Proud Boys. Is the future of hate multicultural? How, at the same time, can you be white supremacist, but have people in your group who are people of color? How does that make sense? Why, certainly, something like this could only exist in a world run by clowns. Perhaps we can talk about the issue of Chick-fil-A. Now, this story is actually from today. Chick-fil-A is anti-gay. Protesters ride Cincinnati Cyclones Zamboni. 
If you haven't been following the news, Chick-fil-A is being banned from airports, being protested nationwide. People are outraged that this sandwich shop would dare be anti-gay. Well, aside from riding Zambonis, one thing we can do is display rainbow flags near its new airport Chick-fil-A. There was a post I saw on Twitter that went rather viral, which is kind of funny. Imagine being in the year 2050 and you're reading the history book or article about the LGBT rights fight back in 2019 when you learned that a chicken sandwich fast food chain was the principal aggressor on one side of the fight, or that for some reason people were challenging a restaurant that sells milkshakes and chicken. Is it weird that people who work at the highest levels of a fast food restaurant donate to charities? Not really, but it's funny that this is the grand fight. I'm not saying people shouldn't protest a chicken shop. Maybe they should protest the nonprofits that are actually advocating for these things. But why Chick-fil-A has become the center of this, this cultural fight, I just really don't know. The company itself claims that they don't discriminate, but they're still being banned from airports. I'd have to imagine that, listen, if, if we're really going to look back on history and talk about the great civil rights movement against the chicken restaurant, sounds like a clown world to me. Of course, within the clown world, you actually have the strange contradictions that make up Wikipedia. Like when you go to the man section and it says a man is a male human, but then when you go to the trans man section, it says a trans man is a man who was assigned female at birth. These two pages actually contradict each other. How can both be true? The same is true for the woman page. It says a woman is a female human being. And then it also says that a trans woman is a woman who was assigned male at birth. If you're a woman, meaning you are biologically female, but assigned male at birth, that's not what a trans woman is. Clearly, Wikipedia doesn't make sense within its own rules. But hey, Wikipedia, is it even a good source? I mean, kind of, it aggregates information. But let's not forget that for the longest time, for some reason, they claimed I had some some type of Zeppelin modification. They actually claimed on my Wikipedia page for years that I somehow invented or developed a Zeppelin. I literally don't understand how this is even happening. Well, let's move on to the next story. Just a quick little highlight about Jesse Smollett, who had all of his charges dropped, even though the mayor says he's guilty, the police say he's guilty, and even the state prosecutors who let him off are saying they think he's guilty and would have been convicted. What a strange world we live in, right? Perhaps the issue, as many have claimed, is racism, because this story is only from a few days ago. Brittany Cooper, has time been stolen from people of color? Yes, time is apparently racist. And this woman claims that time, the concept of time is white. They say Brittany Cooper reflects on racism, the history of time and who owns it. She argues that for people of color, time has been stolen. In order to move forward, we must first acknowledge the past. But as you all know, racism is predominantly an issue of conservatives, except you have this kind of story from the New York Times. A modern love op-ed in the New York Times. They call it the paper of record. I broke up with her because she's white. When it comes to dating, I'd rather not think about race, but that's been hard to avoid. Yes, because the mainstream left has been the ones that are talking the most about not being in interracial relationships. Because it's not just the New York Times, it's also Huffington Post. Because remember this story from February? I'm an Asian woman engaged to a white man, and honestly, I'm struggling with that. Could you imagine if any mainstream publication put a white identitarian up in the opinion section and had them write about how they can't be in interracial relationships and it's so difficult? That would be mind-blowingly insane and racist. 
Yet for some reason, the group that claims to be anti-racist is allowing these opinion pieces to exist in mainstream publications about how they're kind of at odds with being in interracial relationships. These aren't the only examples. They're just two that I pulled up. And I'll take a little break right now to point something out. You know, look, all of these stories, or not all of them, but many of them, they're relatively recent. It's been the past few months that I've seen what appears to be some kind of shock to the system where everything is just downright insane. And it's resulting in people going insane. I mean, as I've clearly pointed out. How many stories have we seen about the rise of the far right, about Trump being a fascist, about how fascists are on the rise? You'd think that with all of this press coverage about nationalists and populists in the far right, there would be actual evidence to suggest that Republicans or people on the right in the United States are also going to the fringe right, except that's just not the case. Because of course, as we can see from The Economist since the 80s, conservatives are actually kind of unifying around common ideas. And it's actually the left that is spreading so absurdly thin. The far left is going far, far left. Is it really an issue of the rise of the far right? Or are we looking at an issue of the rise of the far left? And because the left is fracturing, it's becoming harder for them to defeat other politicians who are opposed to them. I mean, take a look at this graph that I've showed quite a bit in the past few days. Republicans are unifying more and more around central ideas, but the Democrats have veered so far left they've popped off the graph here. Now, of course, the Republicans have been off the graph in the past, but that's not what's happening today. We can actually see that there were many more conservatives, even though the median was further away. But today, the median's actually just about in the middle. How do we have a narrative about the rise of the far right when we have more data showing us that the Democrats are going absurdly far left? Perhaps it's because we live in a clown world. And here's the sad thing. While people try to use the clown world meme to express their frustration with all of this insane whatever the hell is happening, there's just so much nonsense and insanity. So people try to share a meme, a meme that represents how crazy the world is. But of course, because some people who are racist on 4chan decided it was racist, it's now racist. What better example of the clown world that we live in than a story about how the clown world meme is racist? A meme that is meant to show how strange the world has become, that certainly things are so crazy, only a clown could have written it. And yes, that's the new racist symbol. This may exemplify the issue perfectly in itself wrapping up the whole story into a nice, tight little bow. The world isn't perfect. We're trying to build things as we go. We're trying to figure things out. That means things do change. So some of these stories are absurd and strange, and nothing is more perfect than highlighting the fact that we live in a strange and deranged world is now being considered racist. It seems like there's nothing you can do, because if you get involved in any way with a culture war, you, you must be insane. I can't imagine any sane person would want to take part in this extreme nonsense. So all, you know, look, let me, let me just say one last thing before I end this video. The reason I made this is because it really is stressful how just damn crazy everything is. And so instead of doing the normal thing, I I put things together. I kind of wanted to highlight the sheer absurdity of many of these stories. There are way more stories that are way more absurd, but we can all clearly see just how insane things are. And I did have some stories pulled up about, you know, Elon Omar and Ocasio-Cortez and how they're claiming that criticizing them over their statements on 9-11 is, you know, now racist and violent. 
They're claiming that simply by call, by, by criticizing a politician, you're inciting violence. They claim that Trump posting a meme is inciting violence. But don't let me end this without highlighting our president posts memes. Our president reposts memes. Our president is a shit poster. We truly are living in some kind of clown world. Well, I'll just end it there, I guess. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. Eastern. And I'll have more videos on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out to watch whatever the hell this was. And I'll see you next time.